like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the horror movie crew. I'm Josh. Hello, y'all. Seth here, and Jessica's on hey, vacation. Y'all, it's Jess. Hey, it's Jess. Or wait, it's what's up? It's Jess. What's up? It's Jessica. Ha. Um, well, we're off to a great start. I dumped an entire pint of Miller Lite all over my notes, all over the uh, Stabby's chart, mm-hmm. all, all over my dining room table. And we're in a new place today. We're recording at Seth's mansion. It's not a mansion. Why don't you give the people a brief um, background on the mansion? It's just an old house. It's huge. It's moderately sized. Moderately sized? Yeah. I think you're being a little... Your house is moderately sized also. I live in a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm rich. If we're saying these are mansions, then sure. Nobody's ever going to know. We might as well like, you know. That's true. It, uh, what's that called when you do that to a story? You uh, embellish. We might as well embellish a little bit. I mean, yeah. shit. We're rich. Yeah. We've got old money. Old money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our parents of. Uh, They're aristocrats. Aristocrats. That's the Disney movie, is the cats. Yeah. We that's where I almost <laughs> accidentally said the, that movie. We got to throw an R in there. Woo, that really shows that we're not rich. And we're drunk. Well, I'm about to be. Not this, yet. This is Kruby's request number 16. We're talking about the movie Health Fast from 2018. This was suggested by an Instagram user, a Kruby, an Instagram Kruby called Levi underscore boots 57. Oh. When they sent me this, they're like, hey, can I add Health Fest to the wheel? Please don't delete my ass. So they must be listening. Did they really say that? Yeah. That's funny. Dude, it's hilarious. You know why? Because we're rich. Mm-hmm. Anyway, before we get into that, Seth, what the hell you been up to? Let's see. I haven't watched a whole lot. Um, I did watch Fear Street 1978, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I won't say anything else about, but I oh. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Best movie ever. No, but it's I liked it a lot better than the first one. Okay. It was really good. Um, I started binging the uh, season two of Never Have I Ever. Okay. Have you ever watched that on I've Netflix? never heard of it. No, it's like a comedy type show. Oh, it sounds kind of like a dirty movie. It's not. Season two just came out yesterday, or I just noticed it yesterday, so I started watching it. Well, you could have lied and said it was dirty. It's not. Okay, fine. And I started watching Manifest. Ooh. Have you seen, seen that? that? Mm-hmm. It's that show where those people like are on an airplane, and they go through some turbulence, and then they land, oh. and they've been gone for five years. Really? Yeah. Is this an M. Night Shyamalan movie? It's a show. It's like a series. They don't know. To them, they haven't been gone five years, but to Mm -hmm. when they land, like everyone else is aged and stuff. Really? The people on the plane or like when they get back? When they get back. So the people on the plane, like to them, it was just a couple hours. Really? Yeah. So it's like the Bermuda Triangle or something? I don't know. I haven't got that far into it, but now they have like some kind of powers now. Really? Like they can see stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
I'll check it out. Kind of reminds me of the 4400. I don't know if you remember that show. Never seen it. Man, I'm, just, I'm not adding Gee, any value an old, here. I'm sorry. That's an older one. That's like where they get abducted by aliens, supposedly, and they show up like decades later. Oh, really? Yeah, and they have these powers and stuff. There's a, a show on HBO called The Lost or The Forgotten or something. It's like like out of nowhere one day, like half the population disappears. Ooh. Yeah. It's got Liv Tyler in it. Hmm. I haven't watched it, but it's supposed to be good. It's new? No, it's not new. Oh. And that's about all I've been watching. It's riveting. Yeah. It's very riveting. And you said you haven't watched anything, so... Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to listen to what I fucking watch. You need to calm it down, sir. Calm it down. <sighs> I watched Buddy Games. Have you seen Buddy Games? No. What is that? It's got um, Dax Shepard in it. Okay. It's got the little guy that's in all the Adam Sandler movies. It always gets picked on. I forget his name. Mm, okay. Uh, but it's, So these friends, basically what they do, it's a group of friends. And Abby said, this reminds me of your group of friends. Mm. So they get together once a year at a cabin, and they do these things called the buddy games. So it's like a just a series of drinking games, like just really messed up games. And the winner, whoever accrues the most points throughout the weekend, is the winner of the cup or the, the buddy games trophy. Okay. So it's kind of like the beginning of Dreamcatcher. Yes, but like a comedy. <laughs> okay. Um, and no farting aliens. Damn. Yeah. But no, it's good. It was pretty good. Uh, we rented it. I wouldn't suggest paying for it. I'd probably no. wait until it's free somewhere. But Okay. Um, also watched Friday the 13th Part 3. Did I tell you about this? No. I think it quickly became maybe one of my favorite Friday the 13th movies. Really? Yes. I don't know that I've ever seen it, honestly. Oh, fuck. Well, I got it. We can watch it later after we're real drunk. So it's the first time he wears the hockey mask. I did. I do remember reading about that. But it's very corny. Like there's oh. a scene in it where he actually pulls the mask up and shows the girl his face, and he's like laughing. It looks like he's laughing. Does he have a scary face? No, he's like a like he he reminds me of Sloth from uh, the Goonies. Oh, that kind of face. And that's why I was like, I think because I thought the whole movie was funny. Like yeah. I was laughing at it. I didn't take it very seriously. So I was like, and then when he does that, it's like this is fucking hilarious. Hmm. And he like he's he's hung. Like he gets hung, and he like pulls himself up. And pulls his mask, dude. It's fu- oh you gotta see. It's fucking hilarious. He said he was hung. I thought about something else, like a horse. Yeah. Do you think, ja- out of all of the the killers, you got Jason Leatherface, Michael Ghostface. Who do you think is the most hung? Definitely not Ghostface. Why not? He's like a little scrawny dude. Mike, uh, probably Michael Myers. He's got the biggest hog. It, well, at least the Rob Zombie one. Oh, the Tyler Main hog, yeah, yeah, yeah and the one it. in the newer ones. That's true. He's big. Yeah. He's a big old boy in the new ones. Yeah. Not Leatherface. Uh, he's just so gross. I don't. Mm. He probably stinks. Yeah. So I bet Jason. I mean, they stinks. probably all do, but and Jason's not very big, at least not in the early movies. Mm, that's true. It's, he, what's her face? It's the mom. The mom in the first one. Then he, yeah, he's not a very overwhelming. Um, is that the right word? Overwhelming. Yeah, we'll go with it. Overwhelming killer in the beginning, yeah. the first one. He's, he's like just a normal dude. I mean, the creeper probably has a huge one, but he's not really human. It depends on who's he ate last, right? Yeah. Because it re- regenerates. Almost said regurgitates. Yeah. It regenerates. Because <laughs> he's a big dude. He's a pretty big boy. Yeah. Pretty big. How about uh, Victor Crow? You've never seen the Hatchet movies. No. Bummer. Um. Anyway, what? Maybe the otter has a big dick. I don't know. Who's the otter? In this movie we're about to discuss. Oh, the otter? Is that what they call him? Yeah, I kept seeing that in the fun facts. I'm like, what are they talking about? I'm like, oh, okay, that's the... Why the otter? I don't know. I didn't read why. I didn't see anywhere where it said why. Hmm. I called him Steel Toes. Yeah. It was the easiest way to remember him. Wasn't it only on the one boot, though? One boot. We can get one into that. One boot, one toe. Old Steel Toe Dan. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, last one I'll bring up. I got a bunch on here. Is Greenland? Have you ever heard of this movie? No. It's got Gerard Butler in it. It's like a um, disaster movie. So end of the world. The fucking world's falling apart. I thought you didn't watch those. I don't generally. Abby oh. loves Gerard Butler, so we did watch it. And? And I thought I talked to you, but man, I must have been one of the Elm Street guys. Um, so basically, there's a comet falling from Earth the same size as the one that supposedly, or supposed to be bigger than the one that... Killed the dinosaurs? Yes. Okay. So the government has chosen, not just our government, all the governments have chosen uh, people, because they only have so many bunkers mm-hmm. that can withstand this. They cho- chose people based on their profession, their health, uh, etc. So Gerard Butler's family, he's a uh, structural engineer. His family gets chosen to go be in one of these bunkers, right? So, But they have to get to the bunker. So the whole movie is about the family trying to get to the bunker. So we watched hmm. it, and the bunker is in Greenland. That's why it's called Greenland. Is this older? No, actually, it's fairly new. Okay. I feel like I've seen a movie like this, but they're not like bunkers. They're like submarines or something. That's probably the one with Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, the day yeah. after tomorrow. Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. I just sounds familiar, but it's not this. That's one like where the snow, there's like snow. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think that's the day after okay, tomorrow. No, this is a newer, and this is just like so when the comets come into the atmosphere and hit the Earth, it's like full of gas, and then yeah. the gas explodes, and right. it's crazy. Um. Anyway, so it's about them trying to get to this bunker, and just like the, we watched it, and like I think we were just in shock because the movie's done really well and it yeah. looks really good, but we were like, the first time we watched it, the first night. We only watched it once. Um, I think we were so in shock of like, wow, because this could literally, like, legitimately happen, right? It could happen. Yeah. So we're like, this is shit's crazy. But then, like, we were eating breakfast the next morning, and we were talking about it again. And I'm like, I don't think I liked that movie as much as we liked it last night. And she was like, why? So we start talking about it. And I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody, but yeah. Um, just the shit that happens to this one family mm-hmm. and the things they go through and somehow overcome the majority of them. It's like not realistic no like maybe one of those things what, like the eight different things that happened to them and then they just all of a sudden still over- that's, well, that's a lot of those movies though I feel like but it's like two it's really long also you know how I feel about those movies but like yeah. it, the first time we watched it or the one right after we were like well this is a great fucking movie and then in the morning I was like I don't know but you should watch it it's on uh, HBO or fucking Prime I don't remember we watched it on something mm, it was maybe one night when I'm bored You've got two and a half hours to kill. Oh, yeah, Greenland uh, George Butler. It wasn't terrible. Okay. It wasn't terrible. Fine. Wasn't too hateful. Wasn't too bad. <gasps> Let's jump into Truth No Dare. All of these are Kruby submissions. Submissions through patron. Patron Kruby submissions. I'll read the first one. I'll answer it. Then you will in turn answer the question. We will rotate in a clockwise rotation. You know what? Why don't we go counterclockwise today? Fuck Jess. Okay, that's gonna throw me off, but all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, just for just gonna. I know. Just, okay. All right, I just want to make sure you weren't. <laughs> I know you get upset easily. Would you rather be bald for the rest of your life, or have no eyebrows? This is from Brooke at a podcast on Elm Street. One of our OG patrons, by the way. OG, org. Um, me personally, I would rather just be bald because I'm. I don't think guys can just paint their eyebrows on like girls can or draw them on. I feel like if you were, it would a girl, look really odd. Yeah, and some of those do still look odd. But I suppose I, you could get them tatted on. Even that still looks. But it weird. would look. It'd be like flush with your face. So I feel like it would look strange. Like when you like, you wouldn't have any emotion. No, but I mean, like it wouldn't be like you know how they stick out a little mm-hmm. bit. I'd get them done to where it looked like I was always like surprised. 
or pissed. I get one that made me even look bitchier. No, you don't want that. We can't have you looking any bitchier than you already are. I also said bald. Bald. Yeah, I feel like if I were a female, I would want probably the no eyebrows because you could get them. Yeah. There's there's things they do there, I think. I don't know. We, we'll have to ask Jess and have Jess answer that on the IG Instagram. Go Big. ahead. Okay, number two. If you could choose any horror movie creature as a pet, who would it be? I said Gizmo. That's from, uh, cute. Gremlins because it's cute. Mm, you know what? Keep it away from the water, but... Sorry, I'm cracking another beer here. Don't spill it. Yeah, so I guess... Did I already talk about this? Did I yeah. spill my beer everywhere? The first thing we talked about. Isn't that wild, dude? I'm Drama. My balls, are, my balls are literally dipped in Miller Lite right now. Ooh, you want to smell them? Flavorful. You have not seen Psycho Gorman, right? Mm-mm. So Psycho Gorman, he's a creature. I would say he's a creature. Um, basically, if you have control of this stone, you control Psycho Gorman. He's like a... Uh, remember the villains from Power Rangers? Yeah. He's like one of those. Basically. Okay. Okay. But it's if not I really had... That scary. If I had the gym, he would do whatever I told him. He can like shoot lasers. He can like melt people. He can do stuff. So Ooh. I would pick Psycho Gorman. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I wouldn't make him hurt you, though. Good. Unless you piss me off. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. That question was from Ashley S. The next question is also from Ashley S. What's your favorite Halloween song? Um, I had a tough time with this one because I want to say the Halloween theme song, like from the movie. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. However, I looked at it since we're doing this movie today, and this movie is essentially about a haunted house. When I would go to the haunted houses, I really enjoyed it when they would start playing Rob Zombie. Yeah. So I'm going to go with um, any Rob Zombie song that would be played at a haunted house. That's what my favorite Halloween move song would be. See, I went with just sound effects. So like a trick-or-treat and stuff, I don't play like Halloween music. I put mm-hmm. on like sound effects and like organ music, Ooh. like creepy noises and stuff like that. So you I love guess organs. I do. So I guess that's what I like for Halloween. That's fair. Like creepy sounds and creepy sounds. Scary things. But like a song. I mean, I guess the Halloween theme song would be a good one. Yeah, I'm thinking that. That's what initially what I was going to go with, but then I was That's like... That's a hard question, actually, when you really think about it. like, hmm. Yeah, Ashley S., way to lay that shit on us. Well, it's, it challenges us, you know. Did she, by the way, blasted through all of our episodes? She hasn't been a very long of a listener. She IM'd us the other night and said, hey, I finished all the episodes. I'm totally caught up. Wow. I was like, holy wow. shit, because we have like 70 now. We must be somewhat exciting to listen to. I know. I think that we definitely make people's nipples erect. Yeah, it's the sound of our voice. It's HMC equals erect nipples. Erect nips. Precisely. Okay. This is a two-parter. So in honor of the hot dog eating contest... Who do, you, who do you guys think would win between the three of you? Mm-hmm. So for this one, I said Josh. That's fair. Because if you eat hot dogs, like you eat pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy hot dogs, but it depends on the hot dog. I yeah, are we be talking honest. like standard like ballpark size? Or are we talking like those jumbo? The jumbo Franks? Yeah. Pure beef? Yeah. Those will fill you up quick. You don't want that. Yeah, they're huge. I'm thinking if we do an HMC hot dog eating contest, we yeah. would probably go with the Gordons like we buy for all of our cookouts and stuff because okay. it's a quality hot dog. It's at a decent price and you get a bunch of them in bulk. It's like a yeah. pack of wieners. Like you would be excited. You can't even go in Gordons, can you, because of that? I can go in Gordon's. Yeah? Yeah. I just figured I figured you'd be like in the back uh, refrigerated cabinet where you open the door and you'd just be laying your chin on all the hot dog Oh, packets. my God. You're ridiculous. 
I can see you. You just be in the back with your fucking chin rested on all of the wiener packages. All the wiener packs. You'd be like, Josh, Josh, this is the most wieners I've had on my chin at once. What if we did like the uh, school lunch footlongs? You know who has a good footlong <laughs> is Fence Dairy. I don't know if you ever had it before. It's a pretty uh-uh. good footlong. I'm not into footlongs. I don't want that big of a hot dog. No, I mean, as a kid, they were fun. But uh, well, Why? What were you doing with them? <laughs> Sucking it right down. <laughs> were they frozen? No. No. <laughs> God. Anyway, the second part of the question actually says, also, Buddy Seth, how many could you fit in your mouth at once? Hmm. I'll say, just for listener's sake, let's just say it's a standard... Oscar Mayer wiener. I mean, I really don't know. I don't five or six. I don't Open know. your mouth as big as you can get it. I can't. Your microphone's in the way. One, two, three. I bet you could probably fit six. Yeah, I would say six. If we really, if we like put Vaseline around the corners of your lips so there yeah. wasn't any cracking and it wasn't winter, really crammed them in there. So we'll say a nice warm summer day. Yeah. With Vaseline in the cracks. Six. Eight. Eight. I think we could get eight in there, big boy. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Possibly. That was from Derek Cole. I'm glad I got to answer that. Thanks. Um, I also said me. I would win the hot dog eating contest because I am just so competitive. Yeah. That I would literally eat until I'm sick. That's true. And I feel like both you and Jess would eat until you were probably full and you'd be like, okay, I'm done We'd with this. We'd eat like two and be like, okay. <laughs> or there's also, because you guys are both kind of assholes to me, you guys would keep eating hot dogs just to see if I would keep eating another one because you know I would. Or that. So you'd wait till I was like sick yeah. and then you'd like, eh, I think I could probably do one more. I could more. probably take one more. Have you ever watched one of those hot dog eating contests? Yeah, they're gross. They're fucking nasty, Like they dude. make me feel sick watching it. Like they dip the bun in water. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Cannot be good for you. I don't know if it's bad for you. And they Do they swallow the wieners whole? I feel like they'd have to. You can't chew that fast. Do you think they crap them out like that? Now I think your stomach acid would like mush it up. Ugh, I don't know. What if, you know what I think would be hilarious? Is if it all got mixed into one humongous wiener and they had to crap that thing out. Ew. Yeah, could you imagine? That's gross, Seth. Um, okay, so this is for Josh and Seth. I mean, Jess can give her answer if she wants, but what tattoo would you get on your scrotes? This is also from Derek Cole. Um, I thought long and hard about this, okay? And I think you're going to agree with me. Okay. What I would like to get is one of the ghosts from Pac-Man. <laughs> that way you could take each side of it and wiggle it, and then it'd look like it was moving like in the Pac-Man game. <laughs> My God. <laughs> what do you think? That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> I like couldn't think of anything. I said it would just say, hey, girl. <laughs> Underneath? Yeah, it'd be funny if they picked it up and be like, what? <laughs> Hey, girl. I wanted to be something funny, like if someone was down there and picked it up. Oh. <laughs> what if it was like a picture of your face? That'd be pretty funny, too. But it'd have to be upside down all the time, right? Because they're going to like pick it up. Yeah, they're going to be looking at it. To you, it would be upside down. So then like you would literally have a picture of your face on your sack mm-hmm. that's looking at your butthole all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've never seen your butthole. Maybe really, it's nobody, a sight that your face would want to see. I don't know. That's true. But nobody really looks at your balls. So, like, who would ever see it? That's true. Even in intimate moments, it's not like you have a flashlight down there looking at it. I mean, if you had a scrote tat, though, I feel like you would, like, purposely want to leave the lights on. Or maybe a lot more daytime activity would be had because... I guess you could stick, like, a glow stick in your ass so it was, like, lighting up the... <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have that already. <laughs> they that's, probably that's got, do. We'll ask my wife. She would know. Yeah. 
She sells light up stuff. the area in a nice romantic glow. What if they made one? It was like a butt plug, but on the reverse side of it, there was a spotlight. I bet that exists. You think so? Some kind of light, strobe light. You know what we should get or right. have made? So it'd be like just like that, right? The butt plug. But when the person's laying down on their stomach, it would shine a light way up in the air like the bat signal oh. on the ceiling. Or it, but could, it, it could be stars. But it should say HMC. <laughs> the fuck's going to buy that? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be funny. We could have said it's regular flashlights and then people would be walking around holding it. It would say HMC everywhere, but then it's actually a butt plug that and would nobody would cool. know but us. We should do it. They're like, hey, we got one of your HMC wall shiners. We'd be like, yeah, cool, bro. Like The handle's kind of small. <laughs> <laughs> don't smell it oh, that's funny hey thanks for all of the patron issued questions submitted questions yeah those are fun yeah I agree because like I said before we're fucking running out of questions so yeah, unless we start making up some real weird shit the more the merrier. and I just want to give everybody an update we're 20 minutes into this and my paper's pretty much dry that's good as it smell I don't hear you smell it what's the smell like got a beer scent a beer scent i can't yeah. wait to sell my shorts when they get out of the dryer over there um so yeah i'm recording with no pants on getting lit and talking shit scary movie discussion our movie this episode kruby's request number 16 is hellfest from 2018 again it was submitted by a instagram user levi boots 57 uh it was put on the wheel we spun the wheel i know we're getting a little laxed at uh, spinning the wheel on episodes or posting the wheel spin but um sorry it's the way it goes had you ever seen this before I have not. I've never even heard of this. Oh, really? No. Interesting. Like Hellfest in my mind, I thought it was like some bad 80s horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Just by the sound of it. So I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's new. It's newer. Newer, yeah. Yeah, 2018. Um, I was aware of it, but there's another one um, that has a very similar title. I forget the name of it. Very similar premise. And I thought this was that the first time. Is it time? the one called Haunt? Maybe that's an like, Eli Roth movie. I think it was like the next year. I'm not sure. Maybe, but I watched it and I was pleasantly surprised the first time because I did it. Uh, Cause you know how I do my 30 mile Monday on the bike and I watch a movie generally. So I was on the bike and I was like, yeah, fuck it. I've never seen this. Yeah. Actually what happened is Amazon had it for five bucks mm-hmm. and it came with the digital code. So I bought it, got it, did the digital code, watched it while I was riding. And I was like, this isn't what I thought it was. Yeah. But then I kind of liked it. Yeah. There's so, actually an early 80s movie that's a very similar premise. I can't remember the name of it. Okay. I don't, For some reason, I had this in another movie mixed up, but this was not my first watch. Uh, so this was your first watch. Yep. You enjoyed it? I did enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into some of the We'll characters get into the deets later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, fine. Fine. I really did enjoy it. Um, I actually think I might have liked it less the second time I watched it, but we'll talk about that. Uh, our characters... Amy Forsyth plays Natalie. Rain Edwards plays Brooke. Bex Taylor Klaus, or Klaus, I don't know how to say that, plays Taylor. Did you know her from anything else? No. Okay, I knew her from um, Scream. She's in Scream, and then she's also in... um... Shit. I forget. Another movie I've seen. I actually enjoy her generally, um, but we'll talk about her in a little bit, because I don't... I didn't enjoy her as much the second time watching this movie as I did the first time, but I also think the first time I watched it, I was remembering her from the series Scream on uh, MTV. Have you watched that? No. It's good. It's on Netflix. Is it good? The first one or two seasons are good, and then they did like a reboot of the 
uh, series, and it's not. I didn't even finish the third season. So yeah, I like I've stopped on it. I'm like, I don't know if this is like stupid or. It's pretty cool. It's different. They don't like follow the um, the Woodsboro um, Nev Campbell storyline. It's like a completely oh. different storyline, different mask. That might be interesting. If I mean, if you want to watch a series, or you got time to kill. It's it's pretty cool. Abby and I both really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, okay, so you got Christian James as Quinn, Robbie Adol Atoll as Gavin, and Matt Mercurio. Mercutio. Oh, Mercutio. I'm sorry. As Asher, the director was Gregory Gregory Plotkin. Um, That's I a didn't, weird last name for a. Sounds like Blumpkin. Plotkin. <laughs> Gregory Plotkin. I didn't know him from anything else. Um, he had done one of the uh, Paranormal Activity sequels somewhere, which I am not huge into those movies, as you guys probably found out when we did our Paranormal Activities yeah. episode. But um, yeah, the budget was $5.5 million. The box office was $18.2 million, which is crazy to me because I didn't even know about this movie. Also made some money. Made some money. You want to read the synopsis since Jess isn't here? Sure. <clears throat> a masked serial killer turns a horror-themed amusement park into his own personal playground, <gasps> terrorizing a group of friends while the rest of the patrons believe that it's all part of the show. You did a great job. Yeah, I like my little gasp in the middle. I always like your gasps. Mm-hmm. Usually you do them to me, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <gasps> I used to love doing that to my mom in the car when she was driving. That's a terrible... <laughs> dude, oh <laughs> my God. so mad at me. I'd go... <gasps> I forgot to tell you the other day, dude. So I was out in the garage putting, because uh, I just got a case of beer, so I was stacking them in the refrigerator, the beer fridge outside. Yeah. And Abby was in, not in a great mood. She came out <laughs> and she was doing something out in the garage. Um, what was she doing? She might have been picking up something the kids did. But so she like walks behind me, right? Mm. And I hit her with a real loud, <laughs> Dude, she like, dr- like dropped whatever she had in her hand and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it like turns out it punches me in the back. That's hilarious, dude. It was so fucking great. <laughs> uh, it's fun scaring people. She didn't think it was funny. <sighs> then I beat the hell out of her. You know, just to keep her in line, right? Well, you gotta. There's a chain of command. Yeah. At the house, and I have to remain at the top of it. I feel like she'd kick your ass, though. Dude, she would beat the hell out of me. <laughs> she hits harder than any guy I know. She's yeah. punched me before. I feel like you'd lose that fight. It's an unfair fight. I'm not gonna hit a woman. Even if you could. Like, I'm a pretty shallow person, but I'm not going to hit a woman. That's true. Let alone your wife. Let alone my wife, who's, like, obviously able to kick the shit out of me. Yeah. She'd come after you with some sex toy. And her mom would even even beat the shit out of me even more. So, like, I'd get my ass kicked, and then I'd, like, in recovery at the hospital. Mm -hmm. And have you seen the Fast and Furious movie where Jason Statham comes to the hospital and just raising hell no okay well it'd be like that you should check that out okay anyway pull over ah, scene one scene one opening scene the movie opens to a group inside a haunted house at a local community fair one gal gets separated and we see that a humming costumed character follows her the man's been following her all night. She admits to being scared as he stabs her. We see a boot with the t- with the toe torn, showing a steel toe as the person drags her off, hanging her in the exhibit with the rest of the props. Hellfest shows on the screen. We cut to our final girl, Natalie, being dropped off at Brooke and her roommate Taylor's house. 
After an awkward interaction with Taylor, who Nat does not like, Brooke and Nat have a heart-to-heart, um, I'm sorry, Brooke and, yeah, Brooke and Nat have a heart-to-heart in Brooke's room and discuss Natalie hooking up with Gavin, who is coming with them to Hellfest. Hellfest is a traveling horror night. Tickets sell out the minute they go on sale, but Gavin was able to get them tickets, and he totally wants to bone Natalie. The group arrive at Hellfest dressed, uh, letting their inner sluts out. They said that, not me. Taylor and Brooke's boyfriends, Quinn and Asher, tell them a story about a girl that was gutted at the prior Hellfest. The group hook up with Gavin and um, Asher again, and they get their VIP bracelets. Okay, I'm sorry. Your printer does not print very bright. No, I told you it needs a new ribbon. Okay, I'm like an old man here trying to read this shit, just so you know. Anyway. It's also very small, um, whatever font you use. That's true. What do you think about the interactions at the beginning of the movie? Um, I was curious to get your take on this because I feel like all of their interactions are very similar to how our small circle of friends interact with one another. It's just complete making fun. Oh, so you're not talking about the very beginning. Okay. Yeah, when they all get together at Hellfest and they're just like busting balls. Yeah, I feel like that's how we are. But it's fun. It is, but I almost felt like Taylor and Natalie like don't like each other. Like Ta- really didn't like each other. Oh, like hatred. Not hatred, but like they like weren't really friends anymore. Well, it's how you're supposed to feel. I don't know that Taylor and Natalie were ever friends. I think that Brooke and Natalie were friends. And then it's like one of those weird situations where like your best friend becomes friends with somebody else. Okay. And you just automatically don't like that person. I feel like they've always known each other, but Mm. like, I don't know. Could be. See, the vibe I got was that like they had had some interactions, but Natalie felt like Brooke kind of shunned her off and like. Well, yeah, she's living with her. Well, it was almost like Brooke grew up and Natalie didn't because like that's what Taylor keeps calling her is grade school. Yeah. But I don't know. That's the vibe I got. Um, See, I kind of took that more as like Natalie's kind of like sheltered, goody two-shoe mm. type, as we see later in the movie. Well, I was waiting for some sort of explanation because she said uh, later they have a conversation about how Natalie hasn't been around and she was has really got into her schoolwork or whatever. Yeah, her schoolings. But we know she has a scholarship that she has to keep, so I don't, maybe Brooke and Taylor like to party and Natalie's not able to do that. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um. What was your initial thoughts on Taylor, the character Taylor? I thought she was a lesbian. Okay. In other <laughs> stuff, she is a lesbian. I think the actress may be a lesbian. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, not that that's any, a bad thing. I just, I just thought she was. Mm-hmm. So you're confused later when her boyfriend yeah, shows like, up? Yeah, like, oh, she does have a boyfriend. Okay, so she's just kind of butchy. That's fine. Nothing wrong with kinda that. Kind of emo butch. I don't know what you call that. That's very emo. You're right. That's, a, that's an emo look. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I guess that's what I'd call it. Did she annoy you at first? Yes. Oh, she uh, right out of the gate. Uh, more when they got to the park, I'm like, okay. Because they even made a note. I'm like, I mean, the place looks cool, but mm-hmm. like, I don't think I'd be like this excited. Yeah, it's a lot. Like she was kind of like over the top. About over the it. top. Okay, yeah, like a kid at Disneyland. Um. So when we get to the Hellfest Park, um, it's honestly it's pretty similar to Land of Illusion, but better that we have here. You think it's better? Well, because like you're immersed in it the whole time like you're in like okay. a town that's like you know and there's the stuff i don't remember that land of illusion unless you were in a a maze see i thought because they had the metal detectors like land of illusion has yeah. you walk through that small tunnel at land of illusion then you open up into that big open field where they yeah. got the we've never been there when they had a band playing but they True. had that big stage yeah where behind it is um 
a big ass projector. Yeah. And I think they were playing like music videos when we were there. But they didn't have like monsters walking around and like that kind of thing. That's true. Yeah. Like but you felt like you were in some kind of spooky town in this. It was pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, I think. it was pretty cool. But yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. And I can see that. It's, it's a lot bigger production land of illusion, right? But and I think Hellfest is an actual thing, isn't it? I don't know. Every time it? I kept Googling this, I was showing like tickets for Hellfest and stuff and I had to put oh. Hellfest movie. Well, maybe it is then. Yeah, so I don't know what it is. But we have something similar. It's called Land of Illusion. It's in... Um, it's like a permanent place, though. It is. And if you go there now and look, they actually changed it to... Um, like, they do the Halloween stuff. Yeah. But they also do, like, summer camps and shit. Because there must be a lake very near there. Oh, is there? Yeah, so you can go and do, like, summer stuff now, too. So they must... I guess do, it is kind of in the boonies. But, dude, they got to be rolling in mm-hmm. the dough. It's, uh, it's as much to go there as it is to go to Kings Island. Really? Yes. I remember it being kind of pricey. And they do have a bar. Do they? I would. Do, well, maybe. Yeah, I got whiskey when I was there. Damn, dude. It must be nice to be you. You were there with me. I'm sure I drank a lot of beer. <laughs> scene. Did I skip a scene? Nope. We were right after they get their tickets and go in. Sorry, it's my first day on the job. Yeah. Scene two, Inside Hellfest. Inside Hellfest, Gavin and Natalie have awkward conversation as the rest of the group nerd out about Hellfest. While the group are getting shots, we see a man with a torn steel-toed boot enter the gates. Same steel-toed boot as earlier in the movie. Mm. During the shot, um, the group discuss dead the Deadlands, which is an area of the park where they can touch you, so the actors are able to touch you in the Deadlands. It also contains... The Hell Maze, which is the scariest maze at Hellfest. Cut to the steel-toed boot man pulling a mask out of his pocket, putting it on, and walking through the park after a girl that he has an altercation with. Um, he like follows her. He grabs a knife off of a like a little bar concession stand thing. Uh, our group creep through one of the haunted attractions, being scared periodically. Gavin tells Nat that you can tell which characters are real by looking at their hands. Just then, steel-toed boot guy chases the girl from earlier in, in the movie into the room that um, Natalie is in. Thinking it's a joke, Natalie tells the man <laughs> he tells the man where the girl's hiding, and then the, the man stabs her to death right in front of Natalie. I think Natalie actually says, just get it over with and stab her already, because again, she thinks it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterward, he stares at Natalie awkwardly as they slowly as she slowly backs away. Uh, finding Brooke and Taylor outside, taking shots out of Taylor's bracelet. When she turns around, she sees the masked man watching her and gives her the shh sign. Be quiet. Taylor and Nat have a bonding moment as the group walk off. Okay. This is where I had the note to ask you. Did Taylor annoy the shit out of you? Yeah. And it was when they got to Hellfest. Yep. Yeah. I don't I feel like I have friends that would act that way when they got there. I gotta be honest. I mean I'd be excited, but not like this. I don't know why she was so annoying. It's like this is like me at a concert. See, this is how I act at concerts. You would not like me at a concert. Probably this not. Probably punch you in the face. I'm like I'm so excited. I'm yeah. there to have a good time. I talk to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the drugs. Oh, I don't do drugs. Mm. But I'll buy like <laughs> random people beer. I'll be like, Hey man, you want a beer? Hey man, you want a beer? Yeah. <sighs> Meet me in the Porta John. Um, this kill is so fucked up, though. Yeah, well, talk us through it. It's just uncomfortable because, like, <laughs> I mean, I, and I don't know if Natalie ever figures out that that was a real person or not. I feel like when, at, right after he stabs her in the stomach, she's like, eh, I think this might be real. I shouldn't act like it then. You don't think so? No, because on the rest of the time, they're just going around having a good time. 
Yeah, but when she walks out, there is another person that stabs another actor. Yeah. Right in front of him, and you see that it's fake. But this is like. I mean, eh? how fucked up would it be to be the girl that got killed? Like, why didn't she tell them, "Hey, this guy is a real person. He's I don't chasing know. me." I don't know. I thought she does say he's chasing me or something. Mm, I don't, it was very awkward. Um, I don't know, but there's a scene where they're walking through the haunted houses and they're like, people are jumping out and scared. I feel like this is they did a really good job of portraying how you, the things that happen in a haunted house and how people really react to it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how it is. This was just a very elaborate one. Because you have the people that are legitimately scared. You have yeah. the people that are like, they're scared, but they don't want to admit they're scared. So they're like, oh, yeah, you got me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, thought, I just thought they did a really good job and it didn't seem too over the top because i feel like taylor seems really over the top at yeah, first but she is at the beginning um and do you think movies like this like give crazy people or killers like ideas to do stuff like this i don't know i just thought of that like i don't i would have so. never thought to like go dress up and hide in a haunted house to kill somebody every time i'm at one i think that i'm like what is the and there's a scene later where there's a, a very uh dangerous weapon left in the haunted house where i'm like would they really do this but we'll talk about that when we get there yeah um i mean they have the metal detectors he didn't bring the knife in he got right. it there but i don't know honestly when we're at this these things we haven't been in years because we're old as shit but when we used to do it i'd be like what is stopping somebody from doing this yeah i mean i don't think it gives people ideas i think people are already crazy yeah i guess i just wonder, um you know honestly what i think it does is it shows you that people have these ideas because the writers that came up with this yeah obviously thought of it and they can't be the only people in the world that would that's true would think of that stuff um if you were in natalie's situation would you know that that was like a real killing i mean i want to say yes but i don't know I feel like I would. I don't know why. I just feel like I would. I would think so. I mean, I mean, I don't know. In that situation, you've had some drinks. You yeah. think it's a haunted house. That's true. It's probably pretty dark in there. I don't know. All right. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But it didn't really fit the theme of the one they were in. It was kind of out of place. So maybe right. I would have been like, hmm. I, and it went on for so long too, though, right? Because yeah. he like held the knife up and I don't know. We don't know. Plus, the girl ran from, like, the exit in. That's true. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Well, like, what what movie was we were talking about where you don't really know how you're going to react to something until you're thrown into the situation? Uh, wrong turn, I think, is what we were talking about. Maybe. Yeah, because, like, we can sit here and say how we would react to something or how we yeah. would treat the, a situation, but we don't really know until you get thrown into it. Right. We'll have to try it. Let's go out and, you know, at this Halloween, we're going to go to some haunted houses. and Okay. We're going to be the steel toe guy, though. Oh. Just kidding. Scene three. <laughs> he gets paid minimum wage to follow us. The group noticed Steel Toe following them around, and the group convinced Natalie that he's just an actor. The kids play games. All are excelling at their games except Gavin, who is awful at playing games. He settles on buying Nat a pretzel as they walk around and have more awkward conversation. Natalie and Gavin jump into a photo booth, and we see Steel Toe watching them from uh, across the park there. He begins to approach them as inside Natalie and Gavin start to kiss and Brooke catches Steel Toe stealing their pictures outside of the booth. She chases after him into the dark. Uh, it's like an alley type. It's like a wooded alley, but she never does find him. Uh, we do get a jump scare as Quinn um, reconnects with her, 
and then they go back to the group. Gavin decides he wants to sneak off to win Natalie a bear as the rest of the group go to the train, which takes them to the Deadlands. Gavin unsuccessfully tries to negotiate an animal trade with the game attendant, but finds the storage room where they keep all the prizes. Steeltoe shows up and proceeds to beat Gavin's face in with a game hammer and steals his phone, reading Natalie's text, telling him that they're going to the Deadlands. The rest of the group head to the Deadlands, making Natalie ride by herself through the ride. Of course, the ride breaks down and Steeltoe shows up walking towards Natalie. The rest of the group hear Natalie screaming inside of the ride as her cart exits slowly and Steeltoe is sitting on the cart with her. Just then, a bunch of people dressed just like Steeltoe walk out and surround the group. We find out they're part of the park and they're just actors, so a lot of people in this park have that same mask and are dressed just like our killer. Okay. So this scene, this made me uncomfortable, to be honest with you. It was What scene? And, and I don't remember it um, when I first watched it, but when they're like walking around eating the pretzel, talking, it's really freaking awkward. It's super awkward. But I feel like it's kind of realistic because like, I don't know, I feel like that wouldn't be out of their own possibility for two people on their first date to like not really know what to talk about and make awkward, weird, small talk. So I'm going to give away a fun fact that I didn't even have on the thing, I don't think, but okay. <clears throat> I read it when I was looking through it. This scene in particular was improvised. Oh, it was? It said a lot of them were. I think the director asked them to, but especially mm. the ones between these two, Okay, which you could tell because the date was awkward as fuck. It was weird. Yeah. But I feel like there, that probably isn't out of the realm of possibility. No, because uh-uh. I even have a no. I do not envy people that have to date. Yeah, I would it sucks. not. <laughs> I have no. Who was I? I was traveling this week for work, and um, I was talking to somebody. Because uh, Abby and I's anniversary is Saturday and tomorrow. I don't yeah. know if you knew that or not. But um, I was like, I would if because Abby and I have both had this conversation. Like, if we, if we were ever to get divorced, I would not freaking date. I could not imagine like starting from the ground up. Yeah, it's and, annoying. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I knew you have to do that, but like, <laughs> have you been on a date that's like this, awkward uh, like this? Yeah, only because the dude was like kind of dumb, and it was like hard to talk to him. Okay. <laughs> Well, he, he was like really hot, but he was, God, it was like painful to carry out a conversation. He was like a meathead? Kind of, yeah, but like you couldn't talk about anything. It was weird. What he was did just, he do? Just stupid. Either wouldn't <laughs> answer me or he just like, yeah, like it was just really hard to talk to him. Where did you guys go? We went out a couple times. I don't know. Restaurant. Why did you keep going out with him? We went out twice. Because he was hot? Yeah, he was hot. Was he hung like a horse? He, he had a pretty big dick. Yeah. That's why you kept going out with him. But I, you just couldn't talk to him. It was too hard to yeah ah dude i just i that stuff like i said that scene made me cringe watching it yeah on the photo booth like kissing thing i was like oh god yeah i don't know it was just you know what instagrammer send us dm us we'll keep it completely confidential but send us some of your awkward dating stories and maybe we'll read a couple of them obviously that could be fun we won't tell who it is we won't use any names but Maybe we'll reenact them on here. Ooh. That'd be Ooh, fun. That'd be more fun. Yeah. So send us those and we'll make it work. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. So no, Brooke go ahead. running after him, like, even if he wasn't creepy, would you run after some weird looking dude by yourself? Especially no. as a woman? Not um, that they couldn't defend themselves, but still. I think, in all honesty, 
Like, what this, was she going to do? This is life according to Josh, but I feel like she <laughs> felt like she was in a controlled situation, and that person was actually an actor that was just mess, choosing to mess with them. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I think she, and again, like you said, not that she couldn't defend herself, but I feel like she thought that um, she was basically, because you know how like if you are in a situation where you know the other person can't really do anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean now. I feel like how people treat people at grocery stores or restaurants, like how people are just like, which drive a huge pet peeve of mine is when you're at a restaurant and you're and somebody is just fucking ridiculously mean and rude to the waitress yeah, or waiter. Like they didn't make the food. They right. literally take your order. They go get your plate and bring it to you. Right. Like they don't make the food. Right. They didn't design the menu. Right. They didn't run out of Pepsi. Nope. Like, it drives me crazy. That's how I feel like the situation was. She was like, eh, he can't really do anything, so. The mask is pretty creepy, though. I like the mask. I don't really know how to describe it. He does kind of look like, um, didn't you say this earlier, the dude from Goonies? No, that was Jason part three. But, but this mask kind of looks like that too. Like the eyes are kind of like one's droopy and like. What it reminds me of, and I didn't notice till this watch of it, was it looks like if you took a tiki mask and melted half of it. Yeah, I guess that's a good description of it. Because like part of it's like kind of droopy, um, but it looks like it m- got melted. So it kind of yeah, looks like, like if one you, side of the face is like droopy. If you took like a tiki mask and melted it, I think. Like a wooden one. Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. I do like the mask. I give you that. Yeah. And the humming is kind of creepy too. Is he humming the Jack in the Box thing? No, it's a fun fact though. Oh, okay. I won't ruin Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. But no, it's not that song. Uh, The kill with the mallet or whatever that is. (sighs) I actually like this kill. I did, except it was like so obvious that he was like purposely scooching his head up onto the... It was like really... (laughs) See, I didn't catch that. It just was like, yeah. I think the part that gets me is when he takes the backside of the hammer and hits him in the throat with it. Because I just yeah. couldn't imagine being hit in the throat no. like that. Well, then he couldn't scream. Oh, but dude, then he smashes his head with the, the yeah. hammer. And well, it, I knew it was coming. As soon as we saw that hammer when he went down there, I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right, fine. Plus, I remember from the trailer seeing it. Is it in the trailer? <laughs> it showed the guy with the hammer and then it showed oh. the thing go up to the ding. I didn't know they were going to show his face. Did you think Gavin <laughs> would be the first one gone? Uh, no, but when he went down into that room, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, probably. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because he was a pretty main character, so no. That's I what think. I figured. They were building this whole relationship between him and Natalie. I thought, well, maybe he'll survive. Maybe not. Now I, like, want to take my thumbprint thing off my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, okay. in, actually, in the, I think it's Scream, the TV show. They uh, There's a scene where he actually cuts somebody's thumb off Yeah. so he can use their phone. Ugh. Crazy. And, like... I don't know. You know how they have to sign the waiver before they get on the... Yes. I don't know if I'd ever want to go to those. I know they have them in like Columbus, but... Yeah, where they can touch you. That would kind of freak me out, I feel like. I think with a haunted house, I like knowing that they cannot touch me. Yeah. Like, cause I would never touch them. Right. So like... But if they're allowed to touch you, are you allowed to touch them? That's what I don't know. Like, what, how do you... What if you react like you get scared and turn around and punch them in the face or something? Like... Right. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it. I'm sure that actually happens quite a bit. It has to. But I feel like you, being an actor in a haunted house, you know what you're getting into, though. Yeah. Like, you know that's probably a possibility. I mean, I don't, don't mean that these people do it on purpose, but they just get scared. And right. Like, you know. I can see that. Yeah. Scene four is going to take take a while because he sucks. <sighs> Poor Gavin. Guy's out there trying to win a stuffed teddy bear. Yeah, well. fun of him. 
The group talk about how cool the Badlands are, and Asher tells Natalie where Gavin actually is, so he spills the beans. Suddenly, one of the actors run off with Taylor, but she returns, saying that the guy smelled like a hobo's asshole. The group are led through a very dark and red attraction as we see Steeltoe is watching them from a distance. The girls and guys split up into two different mazes as we see the real Steeltoe following the girls. So we think. Inside the girls' exhibit, Steeltoe finds Natalie scaring her by pounding on a window. She rushes out and finds the group minus Asher, who is still stuck inside the maze. We see Asher is attacked by Steeltoe, and he has a syringe which he pushes through his eyeball straight into his brain, killing him. Outside, uh, a character runs up to Natalie and pukes up green shit all over her on her jacket and her hair, causing Natalie and Brooke to have to go to the restroom to clean up. They have a heart-to-heart about not seeing each other so much anymore and then plan to visit Spain together, causing Brooke to leave the restroom excited. As Nat dries her hair, we see Steeltoe standing in front of her. He even reaches out and almost touches her hair. However, when she looks up, he is gone. Um, She sits down. So she goes to a stall. She sits down. uh, She texts Gavin to find out where he's out. When she stands up, she hears the um, ding of a phone. So she texts Gavin. She hears a phone in the next stall ding. As she goes to leave, she sees Steeltoe's feet outside of her stall door and shakes. he starts to shake the door like uncontrollably. It's, it's pretty crazy, causing Natalie to crawl underneath the stall into the stall next to her. Um, suddenly, a hand appears and grabs her hair over the top of the stall, causing her to run out of the restroom, finding Brooke outside. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so let's jump back real quick. These exhibits are pretty well done. Like, I feel like they're... Yeah, I like the train one. That was so cool. That was pretty sweet, yeah. So they walk out into basically a dark tunnel. All of a sudden, there's a train coming at them. It's like actually moving at them. But how would... Like, what if somebody didn't move out of the way? Could it crush them, you think? I'd imagine there'd be an emergency. Like, Mm. if it actually hit you, it'd probably stop. So these haunted houses are very elaborate. They're not like the ones you go to at the, the county fair, right? Oh, no. No, they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, I actually like the hallway of hands. Oh, yeah. That would be hard to walk through. So there's a hallway, and all these hands are sticking out of the hallway into like the hall part of it. And as they walk through it, it gets narrower. And then at the end of it, there's a shit ton of hands, and they just start grabbing, grabbing you. yeah. But they're in the Deadlands. Or is it the Badlands or the Deadlands? I think it's the Deadlands. I think it's the Deadlands. I'd be grabbing the crotches. That's what you'd do? I was one of the hand actors. I'm surprised that nobody's breast got grabbed. I'm sure they did. Honestly. I just didn't see it. Um, okay, let's talk about Asher and this kill. Yeah. Terrible way to yeah. go. Although I feel like Asher, he looked like a pretty buff dude. I actually said that. I'm not buying that it would be that easy to do because I said Asher looked pretty ripped, but how can you hold someone that's like steady enough? With one hand? Yeah. Yeah, not really a believable kill, but no. a really cool one to see. Yeah, but it was not believable. But that syringe like made me cringe watching that syringe go straight mm. through his eyeball, and then he like hits the end of it and pushes yeah. it straight through his brain. Ugh. Ugh, terrible. There was a couple jump scares. What do you got? Uh, right before Asher gets killed, when he like turns and sees the mask. Mm-hmm. Did you jump? I went, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then when he appeared... Uh, hot asher i bet he looked good with his shirt off i'm pretty sure and then the jump scare where he appears right by the hand dryer yes yeah my how issue, about him like reaching out and almost touching her yeah like how would she not i guess if you're under the thing but my issue with this scene is that bathroom would be way busy you would think yeah i agree when she's in there taking a dump what what let's i have a note on that what an <laughs> awkward scene to film as an actor though right i know because she pot. even wipes yeah 
I was like, this is weird. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. But hey, she committed. Fully committed. She wiped. You saw the yellow on the toilet paper? Yeah. I don't think so. But no, maybe. I don't remember that part. <laughs> I think she... I don't know. Never mind. We're not getting into that. Why is that fucking hair, hand dryer so high in the air? Yeah, that's weird. Like, I've seen those at a gym. Because I think for drying, like, when you get out of the shower. Oh, like your body. But not like in a this place do you think it's because a lot of people that green stuff get on a lot of people and it like gets in their hair maybe oh maybe that's what she was washing out i don't know i was like why is that hand dryer so high yeah i'm sorry but under no circumstance am i crawling on the ground in a bathroom i think in this instance you probably would you think yeah here's why i wouldn't is because how do you know that the stall next door is not is locked what else are you gonna do just sitting there while he's grabbing your head Oh, you know, I guess, yeah, because he's one over. I don't know. But you're in a locked stall. Like, if you go to the next stall over, crawling under it, like, and that's not locked, the door's open. Yeah, I mean, you don't really have a lot of options. Okay. All right, fine, fine. You got anything else on this one? Uh, No, just that I'd be getting the hell out of this park now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're about to see it. Scene five no actionable charge natalie and brooke argue with the security guard who basically tells them they're shit out of luck nothing he can do brooke finds the pics welcome to hell fest yeah brooke finds the pics that steel toe had earlier he stole them earlier in the movie they're in the bathroom on the floor they leave the restroom and find quinn having a beer and he tells them that taylor volunteered for something suddenly a large man appears on stage getting the crowd pumped up Taylor's part of the show and will have her head cut off for her sins. As they put her in the prop, Natalie begins to freak out, noticing the steel toe is behind her and he is dressed up as the executioner. Natalie tries to run up on the stage to save her just as the guillotine drops, cutting off her head. But we see that it's just a dummy. It's not really Taylor. She's fine. The curtains close and Taylor is alone backstage with steel toe dressed up as the executioner. Steel toe traps her into the guillotine for real this time. And makes as she makes snarky comments about being uncomfortable, she starts to freak out when steel toe shows her his actual mask. So now she knows that it's actually the killer. He drops the blade on her neck, which doesn't kill her. It just puts a huge gash in the back of her neck. As he raises it back up, it gets stuck, and it gives Taylor just enough time to get away. She uh, Steeltoe catches up with her and stabs her in the stomach out in the middle of everybody, so everybody can see this. Quinn runs up to help, but as, he, as Steeltoe turns around, he stabs him in the chest and in the stomach, um, presumably killing him, I'm guessing. Uh, Brooke and Natalie run away after seeing this, and the cops tackle a person dressed just like Steeltoe. But we see that this is not the actual person because it is not the correct boots. This person had red tennis shoes on, just as we see the real steel toe killer approaching Brooke and Natalie, who take off running. So here's where I have a note. We kind of already talked about it, but how easy would it be to actually do this at a haunted house? Probably pretty easy, I'd imagine. I think it would be real easy. Yeah, I mean, how would they know? I mean, yeah. Especially if you went like a, so like the one we have here, you can go every weekend from like mm-hmm. the second week of September through the first week in November. Yeah. So what if you went like a couple of weeks and like saw what everybody was dressed up mm-hmm. like and then brought your own costume? Yeah, you probably could pretty easily. I don't know. I'm giving people bad ideas now. Yep. Um, one qualm I have with this scene. The Taylor scene? Where he's killing Taylor out in the middle of everybody. Then he kills... um, Hot Quinn. Hot Quinn. I feel like you can clearly tell he's killing these people. Yeah. 
even the security guards after, which we haven't got to yet, but after this scene, take it seriously after this. This is where everyone starts freaking out and running and yeah. Nobody out of the hundred people standing there watching are going to jump in and help either one of these people? I guess not. You don't think so? Apparently not. Do you think that's realistic though? Yeah. You think people would be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, people suck. <laughs> people do suck. I'd imagine true. there'd be a, somebody would. I don't think it'd be everybody, but At I least, feel like more people would run than would do anything. Okay, that's fair. But I was watching this video on Instagram the other day. I don't know if you saw it or not. Maybe you did. It was like a uh, county fair or something. You know how they got the big tilt-a-whirl thing mm. that spins around in a big circle? Yeah. Well, apparently it was off-center, and um, the one side of it kept flipping up because mm. the thing was going to flip over. And like all the people went over and ran and like stood on the one balcony of it so that it like remained flush. I was like, you know what? This may have uh, reignited my faith in humanity. Yeah, but that's a different situation. That's not they're going to get killed, murdered by somebody. Yeah, but I feel like even you and I are not the strongest of people. I feel like you and I could overpower this one person who's stabbing these. Oh people. yeah, or at least slow him down. Yeah. Yeah. If we charged at him, we'd bite him. Yeah. Yeah. Right on his yeah. face. <laughs> okay, Hannibal. I love Animal, one of my favorite horror characters of all time. But I thought this scene was very stressful with the guillotine. Like stress Because it was so long. I was like, uh, you know. Yeah, because he's like strapping her down yeah. for a while. And I knew it was going to happen. Mm. However, again, I feel like the blade would be like a piece of plastic. Yes, I so. agree. These, these are pretty elaborate weapons at this place. At that point, I'm like, okay, this is a little unrealistic. Well, kind of, but not really, because it doesn't cut her head off. Like, even a sharp piece of plastic could cut you. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't think it'd be that heavy to be able... I don't know. You would think they would have it rigged up to where it wouldn't actually yeah. hurt you. But I guess it does have to be heavy and thick enough to cut, like, a fake head off. Right? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It leaves a pretty gnarly gash in the back of her neck, though. Yeah, it does. Ugh. Gross. Anything also, else? like, I feel like... If there was this emergency happening and all this stuff, they would like shut everything off and all these lights would come on. I agree. Which doesn't happen. Yes, quite the yeah. opposite. It seems to get darker. Yeah. Um, but you know what? If it's like a hillbilly haunted house, maybe not. Which just clearly isn't. <laughs> no, they got a lot of money in <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, I agree with you. If they hit an emergency switch or something yeah. and all the like spotlights. Not that it still wasn't cool. I'm just saying realistically, I don't know that it would continue as it do- as it does. I agree. Um, well, in my review, I think you'll see. I don't think you can take this movie very seriously. It's just kind of one you. It's just kind of fun. Have fun yeah. with you. You got anything else? No. Scene six. The park is closing due to unforeseen circumstances. The girls mistakenly run into the uh, welcome to hell maze, which again is the scariest maze of the whole park. They thought they were going out the X. I don't know how they did that, but they did. Inside, we see the steel toe happens upon an axe, which is stuck in a dummy, which I want to talk about in a little bit. Real axe stuck in a dummy. Natalie realizes all of the rooms have laser triggers as they can avoid them by stepping over top of them instead of stepping through them. Um, The girls find a closet. They hide in it. Neither of their phones work, and they hear Steeltoe humming as he walks down the hallway in front of the door. The girls make another run for it, finding a dead end and realizing they'll have to go through the maze to get out. The girls find weapons and make their way through the maze. As they continue, Steeltoe jumps out and cuts uh, Brooke's leg, but Natalie is able to hit him in the face, knocking off his mask, which really kind of only slows him down for the most part. The girls stumble into a room with uh, a room full of white masks, and they're all on dummies. 
um, but they realize that they've basically hit another dead end. Steel Toe approaches, axe in hand, finds himself in the same room with the white mask as the girls. As the camera pans around, we see that one of the masks was watching um, Steel Toe walk around, and we can see the eyeballs moving around. And Steel Toe opens the door on the backside, um, revealing the exit to the room. He makes a critical mistake by attacking the wrong mask because he attacks a dummy, but Natalie's behind him and she jumps out hitting him and I think she also is like kicking the shit out of him while he's on the ground, uh, basically buying time for Brooke to limp off because her leg is cut. Um, so she limps off through the maze and we see that Steel Toe hits Natalie in the face, knocking her out. He catches up with uh, limping Brooke and Natalie awakes in search of her friend. Brooke crawls on the floor backward as Steel Toe walks toward her, triggering all of the lasers inside of the room like we talked about earlier. Just then, Natalie um, jumps out of one of the rooms, stabbing Steel Toe in the stomach. As they get away, we see he is bleeding. He's laying on the ground bleeding. As Natalie and Brooke approach a door, cops burst through and begin looking for Steel Toe, only finding a bloody spot on the ground where he once was. The cops tell the girls that they've looked everywhere, but they were unable to find him. Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> surely they would not leave a real axe in this maze. Right. Okay. I was like, well, maybe Any of these would? weapons that they have, aside from maybe, doesn't she have like a, a fake bone or something she hits them with? A fake bone. There's like a mop broom or something that yeah, they got. Yeah, like that, okay, makes sense. But a real axe. Right, exactly. Like one, not- safety hazard. Yes. Two, expense. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that part's not realistic. I don't know why I just noticed it, but the score in this movie is actually really good. I didn't even notice it. It's all, and I think it's because they're in the haunted houses so much, but the yeah. score is like all haunted house music, um, like haunted house movie themes, um, which I thought is pretty cool. Yeah. So it, it really played in line with the, the theme of the movie, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I like this scene. Like if I take out all the unrealistic stuff, like the weapons. Yes. There would be emergency exits. Agreed. The lights would be on. Like, you know, <laughs> which I mean, how would you make the movie if you, right? So. It wouldn't be as scary if all the floodlights came on, right? Right. If it, you know. Especially since the cops were already there. Exactly. Um, I also feel like Natalie, would. she was like kicking him and hitting him. Um, I wish she would have stabbed him more than one time. That's what I'm saying. I feel like in that situation, she would have kept stabbing him. Yeah. And. Like every horror movie, she drops the knife there. Why do they always do that? It's a trope, man. <laughs> always it's a drop trope. the weapon. <laughs> They're always even in uh, fe- even in Fear Street Part Two. They always yeah. drop the weapon and make you wonder why they I'm did it. Stab you. I'm not really sure if you're dead, but here I'm going to leave this knife next to you just in case you're yes. not dead. So you can come after me again. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I actually really like this final showdown because I like that they use all of the haunted house items in their favor. So earlier in the movie, she saw that the lasers um, triggered all yeah. of these trap doors mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she was like hiding in one. And that's yeah. how she ended up getting him. Yeah. The final scene was good. Yeah. I really liked it. And again, it's visually pleasing. The whole movie is. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's shot really well. So again, some of the dialogue is a little iffy, but like this certain scene, it was really good. And then the music really uh, played into the overall theme of the movie. But yes. <laughs> agreed. Scene seven, the final scene. We see a minivan pull up to a suburban home listening to a radio station discussing the events at Hellfest that evening. The man in a hoodie 
walks into the garage, opening a cupboard, which has six masks hanging inside of it. He adds the mask that we saw him wearing all night to the cupboard. He walks into the house and a young girl sleeping on a couch. The man hums the same tune we've heard the entire movie as the girl sits up and says, Daddy, you're home. Did you bring me anything? The man hands her the stuffed animal that Gavin had picked out for Natalie. Hellfest shows over the screen. The end. Fucked up that this is like a dad with kids. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's you. Let's be honest. It's me. (laughs) That's one of my kids, little blonde kid. Yeah. Okay, a couple things. How messed up is it that he gives his daughter the doll that Gavin had picked out for yeah, Natalie earlier? Very fucked up. I came around full circle. Dude, I like the ending of this movie. I was not expecting it, for not sure. Not at all? No. It got me the first time, too. Because of minivan pulling up, I'm like, okay, this is like Natalie and Brooke getting home or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But it was him. Yeah. What I like about it is... Because you have, there's seven total masks, that includes the one he just put in there. So there's six other stories that we could find out. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going back and finding out about the first time he did Mm. it, why he does it. You know what this really gave me vibes of at the end of it, which you are not a fan of, but you can agree to disagree if you want, but it it gave me purge vibes. Uh, I guess I didn't get that. Like you get... one, One night a year, you go out and you get it out of your system and... Yeah. That's what it gave me. I don't know why, but that's just what it gave me vibes of. Was See, I guess I saw him more as a serial killer, not just let's just randomly go kill somebody Okay, because we're allowed to kind of fucked up thing. Okay. He's clearly a serial killer. You think he kills? I don't know, though. I feel like he only does it during Hellfest. Yeah, but maybe that's his thing. All his victims are similar. Okay, yeah. Well, he's definitely a serial killer, but yeah. like... I mean, he goes after the same kind of like girl dark hair that's true yeah i mean the other kills like taylor those were just because they were in the way right what i like about this is it's creepier to me because like serial killers they progress like you watch criminal minds right yeah like they kill then mm-hmm. they like get they like it so then they do it again yeah. and then they're like they have to do it yeah but like looking at this aspect of it like this guy's very um what's the what's the right word he's um structured yeah and like he's not like sporadically just going out and doing this stuff like he's um disciplined that's the right word that's what i'm looking for which is really freaking weird Mm -hmm. right it's weird that he's like a normal because usually they make serial killers and like you watch criminal minds like we talked about they're not like normal you know right two kids in the suburbia kind of thing they're usually like weird yes loners you know kind of thing only thing i don't like about this last scene is that he keeps the picture yeah i wish it had just been him putting the mask yeah and and then because they didn't really show any other trinkets in there did they no so that was the only one there was a picture on the right hand side of girl of a girl but you couldn't see who else was in it i just assume well maybe that girl was older so maybe there were more um collection items in there but i I just assumed that was him and his daughter but maybe not hmm do you think the daughter knows about this? No. No, not at no. all. Okay. Uh-uh. I don't know, man. I enjoy I enjoyed it. I like the ending of it. I yeah. think it's it definitely caught me off guard. It's different. Let's jump into fun facts with Seth. Sing me in. Fun facts with Seth. I'm gonna kinda of jump around here. Since we were just talking about um Damn it, where is it in here? Uh oh shit. 
Okay, here it is. Initially conceived to be a yearly horror franchise, like the Saw and Paranormal Activity film series, both released each following October. So they originally were going to keep making more. Oh. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't see where it said. Well, it came on 18, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Because I guess there was a prequel and a sequel already conceived but okay that's as far as it went see i want to see this yeah so maybe they'll still make some i don't know i wonder if covid fucked it up could be mm-hmm. um i don't know who tony gardner is he must be related to this movie because it says tony gardner the designer of the ghost face mask from the scream franchise and Babyface from happy death day film series created the mask of the otter Okay, oh, so sorry, he, it's not otter, it's other. The other, I like <laughs> other. the otter. Well, I called him I steel do too. toe. I, I just thought it said otter. Yeah. So, so the same person that designed the ghost face mask designed this one and baby from uh, the baby face baby mask face from, from uh, Happy Death Day. Have you seen those movies? Uh, I saw the first one. Oh, they're fucking yeah. great, great movies. Uh, the cast got together a few days before filming and stayed up all night watching horror movies. Nice. How yeah. many of them do you think boned? All of them. It's probably a big sex fest. You think so? I don't know. Wow, interesting. I don't know. Gavin wasn't that hot, but uh, Quinn... Someone Gavin's hair just bugged yeah, me. he just wasn't cute. He looks sloppy. Quinn was... Mm. Quinn was good looking? You oh, like yeah. Quinn? I would have banged Quinn. I would have taken you for more of an Asher guy. I don't know why. Mm, Asher was hot, too. Okay. Yeah. I assumed. Let's see. The cast got together... Oh, I already said that. Uh, the plot of this film was very similar to that of Funhouse 1981. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. Uh, both films also have similar taglines. Hellfest is fun getting in, hell getting out. The fun house is pay to get in, pay to pray to get out. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe we'll have to watch a uh, fun house. If we ever do an HMC live, that'll be our um, that'll be our tagline. Yeah. Pay to get in, pray to get out. Uh, oh, and I lied to you. So the song hum by the other throughout the film up until the final scene is pop goes the weasel. Is that the Jack in the Box thing, right? Is that the same song? I think so, because it, it pop da, 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 goes da, da, da. the weasel. Yeah, I guess it, it is. Pops out and scares you. Oh, I want some Jack in the Box right now. We're getting Pete, or I don't know what we're getting. We're going to get something good. Something. Uh, let's see. So this is, we talked about this kind of the killer known as the other, not the otter, as Josh had said. <laughs> tends, I didn't say otter, bitch. You did. Tends to target young women with similar appearance. Okay. Jody, the victi- victim from the opening, Brittany... Um, and Natalie all bear resemblance to each other with long dark hair and similar body types suggesting the other might have a pattern so clearly they were trying to like build up this character for other movies I would like to see where this whole thing started at honestly yeah it says the first of two major teenage slasher horror films of the 2010 set at a haunt location the second being haunt 2019 that's what I thought you were talking about. That is an Eli Roth movie. Which Maybe featured multiple mass killers versus this film's one killer. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So here's your thing about the axe. So this was a goof. It said, when the other goes into the hell labyrinth, he picks up a real axe. Uh, later, the girls verify that um, every device into the labyrinth is fake. Except for some reason. Except the for the yeah. axe. Do you think maybe he helped set up and he put the axe there? Maybe. Oh. Then it says it is irresponsible to include a real axe in any fair stall. No insurance company would cover such negligence. Agreed. 100%. (laughs) Bunch of bullshit. I know. And most of the decorations used on the set were borrowed from Six Flags Over Georgia's Fright Fest decorations. Really? Yeah. 
I wonder if that is any relation to Halloween Haunt. Probably. I would think so. Maybe. But dude, Halloween Haunt's serious business. Is that the King's Island one? Yes. It's yeah. a very good time. And they also have a bar. Bars are importante. Oh, they have to be. Is that it for fun facts? That is up? it for fun facts. Was that oh, enough? Wow. Yeah, you did an excellent job. Very great. I'm very gracious to have you here doing fun facts with Seth. Yes. <gasps> HMC favorites. Uh, HMC's favorite scenes or scene from the movie. I said any of the scenes inside of the haunted houses. I thought they were all shot very well. I thought the whole park, the whole theme park was done very well. Um, and what I really liked about it is that it was like really dark themed, but it didn't feel dark. You could still see what was going on. So the lighting was done really well. Right. Um, so any of those scenes, I really, I really got a kick out of because I've been in haunted houses like that and I enjoy them. So I, I really like that. So what about you? Yeah, I basically said the final scene, not the very end, but the scenes once they were in um, wherever they took the train to. The Deadlands. Yeah. Mm. Had a very like Halloween trick or treat night kind of feel to it, it the did. whole time they were there. Yeah. So probably that whole series and then the, uh, getting chased through the hell, that whole part. The hell. Yeah. Favorite kill from the movie. What do you got? I said probably that first girl that they run into just because okay. it's so fucked up. It's weird. It's just like it's awful. Yeah. Because like there's people there that could help you, but like they won't, but they don't know it. You know, right. like the whole thing is just, it's like psychologically fucked up. That's true. I agree with yeah. you. Um, I said Gavin with the mallet. I've just never seen somebody's head smashed on a, on a thing with a hammer like yeah. that. So. I would have if it wasn't so. You have to go back and watch that scene. He like scooches up and puts his head on there. Like it's so obvious. Uh -oh. yeah. Like the exact opposite of what you would actually do. Yeah. Like you <laughs> would be like, oh, let me put my head up on this metal thing. Uh, the thing you like most about the movie. Um, I said they really nailed the look and feel of an actual haunted house or haunted attraction. And then I also said the score is sneakily good. Like you don't really... <laughs> Because you good. said you didn't even notice, right? No, because there's all those sounds from all the attractions. Right. I didn't the first time, so the second time rewatching is when I really noticed it. Yeah. So the scores, the scores good, and they just did a really good job of getting all that haunted house ambiance into the movie. Agree. Uh, for me, it was like I said, the atmosphere of the whole movie. It was very like Halloween night trick or treat. It felt like mm -hmm. a land of illusion type thing. It was just you know kind of a fun feeling. It'd be a good movie to watch around Halloween, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the thing you did not like about the movie? Do you want to go first? Uh, the thing that irritated me the most is how they kept dismissing the dude following her. Yeah. Like, the first time or so, I was like, okay. But, like, he kept appearing. Mm -hmm. And they were like, eh. Especially after they rode the train in. Yeah. That whole thing. And then they just act like it was nothing. See, I, it bothered me up until they rode the train in. Because once they get off and they see, like, 10 or 15 other people dressed like him, then I probably myself would have been like, oh, okay. This I don't is know. I don't know. It's a little sketch. I get you. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I did not like about the movie is I said at times it's a little corny. I don't know if it's the writing or the way it was acted, but um, in a lot of those scenes were Taylor, unfortunately, because I really liked yeah. that actor. Um, I didn't. I liked her after we got past the initial spazzing out about the park thing. Then she was yeah. fine. She was, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I'm getting old and grumpy, but it was just like some of the parts, because I don't remember her being that obnoxious in the first watch. So it was like, oh, man. They just made the character a little obnoxious. Could have been, could have been. But they're supposed to be like college-age kids, so. Right, and we they're all probably, drunk. We would probably think they were annoying if we saw them in person. Probably, because we're old. Yeah. Will you watch it again? Yeah, I would. I said, 
Yes. All right, let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get five, some movies get zero, like that shitty Krubies request, the platform that Chet suggested. At the end, we'll average it out and give you our HMC average Stabby's rating. Our highest rated movies to date are Scream and Psycho with a 4.8 average Stabby's rating, followed by The Final Girl, Texas Chainsaw 2003, The Ring, The Conjuring, and Rob Zombie's Halloween, all with a 4.7. Bringing up the rear is Ginger Dead Man with a 0.7 and Killer Condom with a 1.5. This is a Krubies episode, so uh, obviously this was suggested by a listener. Our highest rated listener episode today is The Birds with a 4.3 average Stabby's rating. And our lowest to date is The Platform with a 0.9. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Pardon. Uh, we have a, a guest hum- here today. A little, little Humphrey. Little Humphrey. Seth, Krubby's Request, number 16, as requested by Levi Boots 57 on Instagram. What do you give this movie? I'm actually going to give this a four. Ooh, a four on the nose. Yeah, like overall, I know I had a lot of complaints about it, but it's like a good movie to sit down and watch, like you said, especially around Halloween time. Mm-hmm. It just has a very good Halloween feel to it. Not the movie Halloween, the holiday. The holiday. Yeah, it's just a, easy to watch. I mean, you could get up and leave and come back and still know what was going on. Yes. It's just a nice... It's one you throw on with friends. Yeah, like I'm sure I'll watch it several times. It's got that October vibe to it. Yeah. Get you in the mood. Um, four. Okay. Well, hey, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, it plays into my love of slasher movies. Obviously, I'm a sucker for a slasher movie. I think they nailed the haunted house theme. The imagery is great. The kills are good. I think they could have had more kills in it, but the ones that they had were good, I thought. Um, this isn't a groundbreaking film by any means, but it's just, a, like you said, a fun movie to put on with friends or around Halloween yeah. and just watch and have fun with. So I actually also gave it a four. Uh, what well, that makes my math really easy because it's a four average from the HMC. HMC. But let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate movies. Again, the horror movie crew. That's us. That's where you should be going to get your movie mm-hmm. ratings. Yes. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a thirty-nine percent on sixty-six reviews. Uh, their actual average rating was a fifty percent. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 41% on 500-plus reviews. Their average rating was actually 29%. Again, can't, don't go to this. Come to us. IMDb gave it a 5.5 out of 10, or 55% on 15,000, I think. 15,000 ratings. Us, the horror movie crew, we gave it a 4 out of 5, which I think is 80%. Yeah, those ratings seem kind of low. It wasn't, yeah, it's not like it was some awful movie. They just, they don't know what they're talking about, Seth. Four out of five from the HMC. It's an eighty percent. So we liked it more than all of these other folks. But again, mm. we're smarter than them. So exactly. What are you gonna do? do you want to read the Rotten Tomatoes critic consensus? Yeah, I can read it. Sure. Hellfest might give less demanding horror fans a few decent reasons to scream. Ah! But it's neither clever nor frightening <laughs> enough to leave much of an impression. Oh, that's mean. I don't agree with it. Obviously, our rating of four out of five is is better than what they gave it. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, whatevs. All right. You got anything else you want to say about Kruby's Request, number 16, Hellfest from 2018, before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Just if you haven't seen it, you know, it's worth watching. And it's free on Netflix. Yes, it is. Well, Netflix isn't free, but it is on Netflix. But who doesn't have Netflix? I question. I wonder. I bet you more people have Netflix than not. But what are you going to do? All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's do some patron shout outs. Our newest patron, Derek Cole. He submitted some questions. Thanks, Derek. 
Anthony Silver from Porcelain Peak, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, our good friend Caitlin, even though she suggests shitty movies, we still love Caitlin. Ashley V. We have two Ashes. We got an Ashley V and an Ashley S. Ashley S. Submit us some questions today. We've got our OG patron crewbies, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. Our VIP crewby, Michael from the We Love Horror Podcast. Michael and I also have another podcast called Another Horror Pod. You should go check it out. And my lovely mother, Nana. Poor Nana. Stevie Nicks. She's on a three-week vacation. I don't feel bad for her. She's fine. She's going out to find Rip at Yellowstone. Ooh. I know it. Our next episode is going to be HMC 51 Deliverance. Seth, this was your pick. Yeah, I haven't seen this in years. I don't think I've ever seen the whole movie. It's been a long time. Well, we're, that's going to conclude our HMC gets lost in the woods, and then we're going to jump into, uh, let's see, July, August. I don't even know what the theme is, but we'll figure it out. Okay. That's all I got. Same. All right. We're out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Hey, Krubies, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.